All right, guys, you are here with the sports line predictors. And more specifically, you are listening to Sports Rambling, the better podcast. And you are accompanied with none other than your main dog, AJ, sitting on his high horse. And then you got Matt over there, also sitting on his high horse. How you doing, Matt? Oh, you know me. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I mean, there it's been a it's been a big a big week for sports. I, I I know you're excited to talk about it, so just go ahead and just start taking away where you wanted to go, Matt, because you've got so much. Well, what been... where do you think I'm going to say to you? Uh, let's see. So we're talking in the realms of baseball. So I know we're probably going to be talking about Mets because you love the Mets. Well, actually, I was going to say, um, did you see the three M? <laughs> I so here's the thing. Your boy AJ has like a little confession to make. You guys may have noticed we did not do a recap of the three M. It's because AJ saw this tournament and was like, we were tr- Matt. I was trying to get Matt to to do it with me. And me and Matt just could not find the motivation to talk about this this tournament this week. And it serves us right because didn't your boy JT Poston win it? I uh, came in second. Came in second. So very close. So the one the week that we don't talk about it, Poston wins it. Who who ended up winning it? Because I actually didn't take too many too many Hodges. Hodges won it. Yeah. So I you know I what? mean you had JT Poston who uh who beat Wu, who beat uh now um i mean there was matsuyama was in there so i i'm glad i told you i wasn't i was glad that we didn't record and i didn't do any picks for this golf tournament because my fade was finale and finale kind of was in there until the last day matsuyama was my pick to win it all and he was he was kind of he was hot matsuyama was playing very well but other than that, I mean, I didn't really have too many picks that that I liked, or so I would have been going out on a little limb with some of them. And the ones that I would have been giving you guys actually would have been horrible advice. So it's good that we held off this week. And I would have told you take JT Boston. I know, and I would have probably dogged him, which would have been added on to my horrible advice that I would have that I would have given you guys. So, I mean, you would have you would have given great advice. <laughs> but i mean shifting gears a little bit we were starting to talk a little bit of baseball um, lots of movements happening uh, especially with trade deadline coming up you've got uh what is it scherzer just uh, just uh agreed to a trade to the rangers which which i actually love because so the mets need to get some players and for them to get Ronald Acuna Jr.'s little brother, so baby Acuna, as pretty much the star prospect in this in this trade from the Rangers, who have one of the best farm system teams in the entire MLB. He's pretty much the second best, you know, player player that they're investing in right now. They're their second best prospect, followed by who was it? The the Ken guy, Ken Paradas or whatever his name is. Yeah. But no, I I love that move for the Mets. I don't know, I don't know how they were able to get pull that one off because, man. Uh, so 
here's the thing with with baby acuna okay so baby acuna already has three seasons where he has 40 stolen bases and he's hitting he's hitting like 315 already this season it kind of held off a little bit on the on the home runs this season but has like 57 rbis he's literally having like the best year of his career right now and the sole fact that they got him for somebody who probably will pitch one more season after this year is mind blowing and boggling. Plus, they got some other players in that. So, just shows it goes to show you how much the Rangers actually valued and the rest of the MLB and the league valued Scherzer, who's almost 40 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got that was huge. Uh, I know there's been whispers of uh, Verlander possibly going back to Houston. Um, I believe. If I saw it correctly, I believe uh, the Blue Jays just got what is it? Hicks, the uh, the reliever. Yep, we picked up Hicks. I here's the thing. I wanted the Blue Jays to do a little bit more of a splash, so I actually wanted them. Who was I wanting them to pick up right before the trade deadline? I texted you. Oh, I wanted them to get uh, Vado. I wanted them to get Vado. Because that's exactly where he wanted to come back to Toronto. Like he wanted to go back to Toronto because I think he's like from there or something like that. So Votto yeah. was it was the player I wanted to see go back there. But I don't know. I'm all over the place with the Blue Jays this season because I think that their pitching is one of the worst aspects of their game, especially in their their relief pitching. But apparently. That has been like the highlight for them this entire season. And the offense has been the thing that's been struggling, which, yeah, I agree. But, I mean, you know how many blown saves we've had because it's been close games that they just can't win? I mean, too many. So I wanted to see. I'm glad that the Blue Jays picked up a little bit of a reliever there because that's kind of the area that I thought that we were doing the worst in. But apparently it's been the offense. So. <laughs> um, I believe they're... Uh, some other news around around the sport world. I got some news real quick though. What's that? Sports world. How crazy was it that that they let Aaron Judge go up there and let him get one at bat and then took him out after he lined out to right field two days ago? That's, yeah. So so Judge is back. Let's see if the Yankees can get back on track. But I don't know. He didn't. Did it take him too quick to kind of get get? So say he did have a home run this weekend. I know, but. Which is good. So I'm what I'm about to say, Matt, is he actually ripped the. It was the first pitch he saw. So he literally saw one pitch that game, ripped it to right field. So I I was gonna say his timing has not seemed to be unaffected since this huge stint. So that's thankful and and good for the Yankees there. <laughs> um, I mean, we also saw what was it? Uh, LeBron James's son, cardiac arrest. I believe he's he's home doing fine. He's been out. Uh, eating, eating with the family. Uh, been playing piano. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say. I thought I just saw an article that he was playing piano. Yeah. And then there was. Uh, did you see the NBA sent a, a, a notice out about Lillard? No, I didn't see that. Oh, like the trade request, like <laughs> stop <laughs> talking about Miami. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because this is not gonna happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's most of what's happening in the basketball world right now. I mean, actually basketball, there is something I do want to say, AJ, have you seen 
the Maui Invitational roster for college basketball. I haven't. Should I look it up here real quick? And Oh, you need to. So the Maui Invitational for basketball. Yes. For, for the listeners out there, obviously we are in Syracuse, New York, home of the Syracuse Orange. Um, very well-known basketball team. First year without Jim Beheim. Are you talking about Beheim's Army or whatever? No, no, no. I'm talking the Maui Invitational college basketball tournament that's taking place in November. Okay. All right. So I, I'm pulling it up right now, and I see that, that it has Syracuse, Syracuse is going to get smoked. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, I see that Syracuse is supposedly going up against, what, Gonzaga? Or, or No. They could potentially be facing Gonzaga. Hold on. Let me look at the teams that are in this. So I'm going to read this. So this is coming straight from the Maui Invitational website.com. So MauiInvitational.com news. So the 2023 tournament. I feel like this, I feel like this is a, an old article because this, this says it was written in April 5th, 2022. They were well, they were talking about it this weekend. Here we go. Here we go. This one's five days ago. Let me get this going. I feel all right. So, this is from the this is actually from their same thing. Okay. So, Monday's matchups will feature Tennessee squaring off against Syracuse and Purdue taking on Gonzaga in the morning session. Following that, the afternoon session, Kansas will host Chaminade following. UL, UCLA and Marquette will get the night game. All 12 games of the Maui Invitational will, will be televised on ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPNU. So we're going to get Tennessee squaring off against Syracuse, and you're going to see Syracuse probably put up maybe 30 points. because This, this, Tennessee, is, this, this is a Tennessee very scary tournament for Syracuse. I mean, you've got a lot of basketball royalty teams in there. You've got uh, Tennessee, UCLA, Purdue, Marquette, Kansas, Gonzaga. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Okay, wait. Wait. Okay. I was going to say Chaminade is just a city in Hawaii, I believe. And yep. I, I searched it. Honolulu. Well, here's the thing. I... I Google searched it, and the first thing that came up was a high school in Mineola, New York. And I was like, wow, they're really sending this this high school prep team to the, to this thing. But then I realized it's not this one. I'm glad that this school is not going out there. But they got 19 varsity sports, and it was founded in 1930, th- this high school. So it's yeah, kind of it's, it's, a, it's a D2 school. I was going to say, remember when Syracuse lost to LeMoyne when it was a D2 school? in like a little um, exhibition game unfortunately yeah so i wouldn't be surprised if syracuse actually is the worst team in this tournament yeah it's i mean end. that's so matchup so let's give a little bit of a recap on this on this tennessee versus syracuse thing so the last time tennessee played syracuse was back in 2002 before we won our national championship Tennessee was led by head coach Rick Barnes coming off a sweet 16 run, finishing with an overall record of 25 and 11 
while making its fifth NCAA tournament. Syracuse features a new face at the helm at four, after 47 years old as they are led by Orange alum Adrian Autry. The head man joined the staff as a system in 2011 and 12 and was promoted in 2017 to the associate head coach. Syracuse has won the Maui Invitational. Wow. Wow. Okay. Hold on. Wait, Matt. Wait, Matt. Syracuse has won the Maui Invitational in all three of its program appearances. It's three for three in, in taking this tournament. 1990, 1998, and 2013. Yeah, but that's th- those are old Jim Beheim teams. Yeah, I know. I mean, but if you, I don't know, tradition I you mean, can't you can't. If lose. you look, if you look, uh, Gonzaga has won, or no, this is their sixth straight appearance. They won the championship in two thousand nine, two thousand eighteen. Um, yeah, two thousand two, I mean, two thousand five, two thousand nine, two thousand thirteen, two thousand eighteen. I, I mean, Gonzaga doesn't play. <laughs> yeah, but but they have also been to this. And and lost it. Syracuse has been to it and only only has won it, so they got that going with them. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure looking at like the brackets and things like that for it. Syracuse if, versus Tennessee. if Syracuse wins that game, I'm pretty sure they have to play <laughs> like either Gonzaga or Purdue. Yeah, so I think that the Syracuse versus Tennessee game is going to be the best game of that that matchup especially day one because every other team that that you go there has beat the team that they're playing and they're undefeated against them Syracuse and Tennessee is the only one where it's actually tied three and three in the series record so I think it'd be a pretty good game a lot of good history in that game very good pretty good matchups you know we'll see I don't know how I'm really feeling about Syracuse basketball this year. I got to kind of think about it still. You know? <laughs> I know it is going to be, it's going to be different. Definitely going to be different. Yeah. I, I, you might not see the zone. I, yeah, that's actually what I was wondering about. I was wondering if we were going to try and imitate it and then just kind of just dissipate from it entirely after we realized that, that we shouldn't be doing it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think what are we here for today? I think we're here for NFL. I was gonna say we're we're talking college basketball. We we never talk about college basketball. I don't even think we usually bet on college basketball. It's because the team we know is Syracuse, and we can't bet them. There's other teams I know. I just hate college. I hate betting college basketball because I don't know. I just feel like you, I feel like things aren't as 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 even as it should be, and when you think it shouldn't be that way it definitely is more even than you think i don't know it's just all over the place some of yeah. these young kids you, you just can't trust these these fresh 17 18 19 year olds yeah so i mean before we get into the division that we're going to talk about today i just want to do a quick recap on some of the nfl news that's out there uh joe burrow uh had a calf injury looks like he's going to be out for a couple of weeks uh, I, I mean, I, that's can I unfortunate, just, can I just very popular real quick. Sure. Okay. So <laughs> I, I definitely think that they drama dramatize this out too much than it had to have been, because of course, if Joe Burrow gets hurt with a calf injury, 
they're going to they carted him off the field i don't think they needed to cart him off the field but of course you're going to cart this guy off the field and then they also said that he's going to miss multiple weeks all like healing from this of course he's going to miss multiple weeks because you're not going to play him at all during the preseason so i think this was just a whole ploy for fans not to get too eager to see him during preseason I mean, you've you've got that. It looks like they um, they did sign another core quarterback. They signed Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some of the other things though that we're seeing out there. Uh, I know Delvin Cook met with the Jets this week. It's uh, he's even saying that it's a very high probability he's going to sign with the Jets after Rogers uh, restructured his contract. Uh, a lot of people are wondering if Devontae Adams is going to demand a trade to go to the Jets. Uh, so then you can see, obviously, the New York Packers. Um, <laughs> uh, rumor has it Zeke's been uh, being looked at, uh, kicking the tires in uh, New England for him. I was also uh, going to say uh, Jonathan Taylor, his huge trade request. That was that was my next uh, stop. I was going to say was Jonathan Taylor, huge trade uh, demand. Um, and what else do we have? I think another big piece. You had the one that you, you had the the news that you sent me yesterday that I was actually very yeah excited the screenshot about. I was going to send you. Uh, Tyreek Hill is very excited because as he practices now, he gets to practice against Eli Apple daily. Why is Eli Apple in Miami? I believe Jalen Ramsey is going to be out for a bit. Yeah, Ramsey's is looking out to be, I think, out maybe six to eight weeks. But I think that's only going to be a couple couple weeks here of the actual season. So probably coming back around week four, week five. But I said it once. I like Eli Apple. He was a number one draft pick. Some people might say he's a bust, but I think he's been injuries aside when he's out there he's a he's definitely a great cornerback he's got great size can play against people i mean sometimes he gets his footwork a little mixed up he gets a little too cocky but i when he's healthy and he's on and he's playing well he looks like he's one of the best cornerbacks out there so i huge huge prop for the the dolphins for signing him and even when when ramsey comes back they still have him for depth like they got they got defensive backs for days over there have fun have fun trying to throw on them. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see. I did see a funny meme this weekend because uh, I, I was going to send it to you, but I knew you were busy this weekend. They, uh, they were talking about how the, the AFC needed to get Josh Allen to uh, Aaron Rodgers just to stop. Bill Belichick and <laughs> Matt Jones. Let's let's talk about real quick the those really sus um, standings <laughs> that you sent me and NFL standings from I don't even know who they were from. Some guy smoking crack or something because he, I don't know. He it just looked all over the place. Like I don't know how where he got these from. But what I did agree with is he did have the Packers at the fourth seed. I'm sorry. That is the that is. I thought the AFC looked fine for him. They they did they give him a record of two and fifteen. They gave him two fourteen and one. 
See, yeah, see, two fourteen and one. Like, wow, that's but even more disrespectful. I, I could... That's that's one. That's one or two wins less, or or losses more disrespectful than where I had them. So this guy, man, I, you I completely disagree with their a or with their NFC picture. Um, they have the Giants going two and fifteen. I don't think that's happening. They had the 49ers going 16 and 1. I know you I know you were high on the 49ers, but you weren't that high. They had the Falcons going 13 and 4. Don't dog them. Oh, come on now. I that I believe the Saints are going to take that division. Are okay. they? I mean, well, I guess we'll see here. Yeah, I mean, personally, we'll we'll talk about their run, I think, but I don't think it's going to be 13 and 4. Um just like they've got Seattle Seahawks at one fifteen and one, Seattle Seahawks found their gra- or found their footing towards the end of that season. They were starting to look like a competitor. Very well. But, yeah. So the NFC is really out of whack for those picks. Um, just like saying the Lions are going to take the division twelve and five, that is a mistake. I don't know. It was just a very. I thought I, I at first I thought you were sending me a meme, and then I look just the way it was looking, and then I was like, "Oh, this guy is serious. Like this guy is actually this is what this guy thinks it's going to be." Yeah, and then you guys all started dogging on me because because he had a couple ties on there. Like, no, he didn't even have the good ties in there. He had ties just like you. He didn't have the good ties though. All I want to say is that is I want to say the Steelers average one one tie a season, and he had them not with a tie this season. So already incredible in my book. So let's say who did he have tie in in that season? I believe he had the Seahawks, the, Packers, the Packers, the Cardinals, and, and Broncos, the Broncos. Which, which I think that's a mistake as well. I th- I think the Broncos are going to have more than one win. Um, especially because Russ and the team seem to start to click towards the second half of the season. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree. I'm I just don't know where this guy came from and and who he was, but here's he a prediction from St. Louis. for you. He's gonna look like an idiot at the end of the season. <laughs> so now that we've got that off our chest, where do you want to go this week? I want to go with some good with some good predictions for these guys. I want to I, w- I want to discredit whatever that guy was talking about, and we're going to come over here and we're going to talk some good divisions. We got two more. We can wrap up. We got two ways we can go. We can go AFC. We can go NFC. Last you know time, what? We went... what were you going to say? You know what? We could give them. We could give them a good episode. We could give them both. Just do just do the last AFC and NFC eight teams. I'm down with it. Let's go for it. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's do eight teams. Let's so let's do the thing. We started with the NFC last week. So let's start with AFC this week. And we got this. This is a fun division. I'm actually really excited to talk about this division. The AFC West, more specifically, for those who are following along or just this is the first episode you're catching. We've gone through all the other divisions. We got two more. AFC West is the one that we haven't gone over in in the AFC. Got some real good teams there. Got a lot of chatter. 
a lot of a lot of ways this this division could go. You got the Chiefs, you got the Chargers, you got the Raiders, and you got the Broncos. Where do you want to start? Let's just get these. Let's get these Raiders out of the way. That's good. I feel like that's just going to be a great place to start because there's so much that has happened in the offseason for this team. It's going to be a dumpster fire. I don't know. I This division, I think, is going to be a little bit more tougher. I mean, it's always it's always got great inter, interdivision play great rivalry games and things like that. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep that intensity all the way around through the whole the whole league with this division, but I don't know. The Raiders they're looking they're looking to start things off right on the right foot with their new quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. How how do you feel about Jimmy Garoppolo this season, Matt? I know we don't I know we always talk about quarterbacks. I always know that they that these teams have to find their quarterback of the future. I am not a Jimmy Garoppolo fan at all. Um, I think they should have stayed with Carr. Um, I, I, I mean, obviously, Garoppolo plays great against the Pat. Well, that offense plays great against the Packers when he played for the 49ers. Um, but I don't think Garoppolo has done enough to prove himself to me yet. I I kind of disagree with you on that, Matt. I think Jimmy Garoppolo has done enough to kind of prove himself because he's kind of shown it that But if you, if you look at those games, he's rare uh, he's barely thrown the ball in those games. It, it, I know. And and my case is, is look at look at Trent Dilfer. He wasn't the best quarterback out there. But he was a very good game manager. He's a very smart guy, and I I see that in Jimmy Garoppolo, where where he's very good at managing the game. Kind of know he knows when he should pass it, and he knows when he should run it. And they should definitely run it a lot more than than passing it, especially with that with those weapons that they had there in San Fran. But now coming to the Raiders, I've actually heard reports that. Jimmy Garoppolo does not like throwing to Hunter Renfro. So I don't know if that's going to be a kind of a, a thorn in the side there, but you look at some of these other players they have on the team, like, dude, I mean, Hunter Renfro is probably one of the best slot receivers. And I mean, he's always kind of there, just knows where to be, knows how to fall after he catches the ball. But he's got he got Adams, you got Myers, and you got Hooper over there, and of course you got Josh Jacobs. Where 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 do you? I know you kind of said that that you think that the Packer or sorry that the Jets could maybe trade for Adams. I mean, do you see that happening? Let's just I let's do you see that happening this season? Uh, I could actually see it happening if if Devontae has enough force. Um, he will be wearing green. Um, I mean, I, I think my favorite part of this Ra- Raiders team right now is probably Chandler Jones. Oh, I love this defense. I love the guy on the opposite side, Max Crosby, as well. <laughs> but, I mean, as far as uh, they had Waller, Waller's gone. 
they had Derek Carr. Derek Carr's gone. Uh, like, just looking at this team, I, I, I don't think they have it. I think it's. I think it's going to be. I don't know. With, it's going to be a very similar, different Las Vegas Raiders team this season. I mean, you're replacing Carr with Garoppolo. You're really not going to be getting those. I mean, I, I feel like Carr throws it downfield a little bit better. I don't know. So I, I just feel like it's going to be more of a of a. You're going to see a lot more short short passes, and I think it's kind of seeing that with Adams, Myers, and Renfro, some of these players that that can kind of just get really short routes. And, and once the ball's in their hand, anything can kind of happen. And, oh, I, I think that Jacobs is going to have an explosive season. Oh yeah, I think Jacobs could could very well lead the league in rushing yards this season if he doesn't get hurt, and he could very possibly lead the league in touchdowns this season if he doesn't get hurt. Because I think, I mean, obviously he was hot last year, but any team I've seen Garoppolo play on, very run heavy. Yeah. <laughs> And, and I mean, they don't have to really be run heavy because they have so many weapons on in other places. But this defense, I think, is going to be, be pretty good. And, and, not, and, and on top of that, they also have probably one of the best kickers in, in the league, in Carlson, who can kind of make a field goal from anywhere. Dude, kid's got a swagger about him that, that is just amazing. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm actually I actually kind of like the Raiders this season. I think this division is going to be a lot more difficult than and closer than I think what people are saying. But I do like so the Raiders. So where do you place them? It's tough. Either second or third. I'm going to end up putting them in third place, but not by not by much. So I got them at. At eight and nine. Okay, I mean, I've got them. Uh, I've got them in last place. Um, and actually, last place for them, I've got them at five and twelve. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's just going to be one of those things where where it's going to come down to: Are they going to win these close games, and can they? And I, th- I obviously think they can win more of these closer games than not. Obviously, you think I think they're going to lose more of these closer games than not. Or maybe you just think they're going to get blown out. But I don't know. I think it's going to be a very interesting season for the Raiders, nonetheless. So where do you want to go next? Well, we talked about one of these teams let's let's go to another team that everybody loves a team that has a player that has been probably the mvp of of the league more times than than i can count it's somebody who who just got a huge contract a couple years ago who just bought a house and or just completed his house and, and he's got a huge golf course in the back of it. Got a got the got the pool, got the the 50 yard um 
football field on there, and it's the Kansas City Chiefs. That's where we're going from here, Matt. We're going to the Chiefs. So the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, that team has so many different weapons. Also, for the record, I think they played up um, Pat Mahomes' injury um, towards the end of the season last year. I think they played it up. Um, But besides that, I mean, they've got some great weapons. They've got uh, Jarek McKinnon, uh, Pacheco, uh, Kadarius Toney. Uh, Marquez, uh, Marquez Veldez Gantling, Travis Kelsey, of course. Um, I mean, they've got, uh, they, I mean, they are just loaded. Um, and it, I mean, that team, they know what they're doing. I mean, they've got such a great rapport. Um, Andy Reid has that team running like clockwork. Yeah. I I agree with you there. This team is definitely loaded. And one thing I'm I'm noticing straight off the bat are these running backs. And and I don't know. So Clyde Edwards Hilaire is coming in as running back number three behind McKinnon and, and Pachenko. I don't know how this team does it, but they just seem to find players that are just good that make you second guess like were they ever not bad and with Marquez Valdez Scantling Sky Moore Drake McKinnon you know some of these players on defense I mean it's just it's tough to see like I don't know the only way that I can see it is that Patrick Mahomes is actually probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league because I think if you knock like if you take Mahomes out of there and you replace him with some of these other quarterbacks in the league, I don't think they do anywhere near as good as Patrick Mahomes does. Oh, and I do got to give an honorable mention to their kicker, Harrison Butker. Oh, I love Butker. I think he's I, been on my fantasy teams in the last like two or three years. No, I just I want here's the thing. I want to give this team a record or or something less than than what I think they everybody else is going to give them just because I don't think that they're going to be as good as or as dominant as they have been I mean I think they I'm going to be the first to say it I think they go number two in this division I actually agree I don't have them winning this division I have another team winning this division who I am just so excited to talk about. But no, so we went out and I said I have them at number two. Some of these reasons I have them at number two is because I want to see a little bit more from Sky Moore, from Valdez Scantling Jr. You want to see something with Tony. Also, this team always just seems to just be injured. It just have injuries. Players are, are gone. And then one game or one week, somebody can step it up. And I don't know. I you definitely are going to see Mahomes to Kelsey, and you're going to see Mahomes to, to Tony. But I just don't think that Valdez Scantling is going to be able to get it done in the deep game this year. I don't think Sky Moore is going to be as smooth in his routes as he was last season. Tony's probably going to be one of those guys that 
that you're going to want to get the ball to. And it's going to be tough to do it because I don't think some of these other guys are going to be performing as, as well as they are. So that being said, I mean, if, if Mahomes gets injured this season, I mean, I don't think the Chiefs do anything at all. But, I mean, for the sole fact that Mahomes is in there, you kind of have to to throw him somewhere. See, you got to give him the respect that they deserve. See, I think, I think it goes Mahomes or Kelsey, if either of those two are injured. I could see Kelsey just because he's a he's a huge, I guess, safety blanket for Mahomes. But I don't know. I Mahomes for sure. Kelsey would be more. I, I they could get through with Kelsey, but obviously more than they could get through with Mahomes. So we got him at number two for both of us, actually. So I'm just kind of curious. What do you think their record's gonna be? So before I get to the record, I just want to state that this Team actually does a pretty good defense. Um, I'm really, obviously, really excited. I love Chris Jones. I think he's one of the best of nose tackles in the league. I love Drew Quankwell. I think he's he's a great linebacker. Nick Bolton, I'm really excited to see. Willie Gay, I've I, I been big on. But I think these cornerbacks and things like that, I think they're going to need a little bit more. I think they're going to get eaten up this season. So record-wise, I mean, so I have him at number two. I'm going to give them the record of 11 and five or sorry, 11 and 11 and six. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, I see them pretty similar. I see 11 and six. I, I can see a 10 and seven too. Yeah, no, it's just going to be one of those seasons where I think that they're, they're going to have to do something after this season, because I think, the fans are going to get a little antsy after this season. And 11 and 6 isn't a bad season, but I mean, for the Chiefs and Mahomes coming off a Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. So now, where do you want to go? Well, I think everybody know. I mean, I don't know. Let's just get these Broncos out of the way. <laughs> I think by everybody, by me saying that, everybody kind of knows where me and Matt or well, everybody knows where I have them, at least in the division. I have them at four. Okay. I mean, so I'll just, I'll just what about these Broncos excites you? What about them disappoints you? What about the Broncos excites me? Um, I don't know. The sole fact that, that they still have a very good quarterback, a smart quarterback in – Russell Wilson. But I'm also really excited to see this run game. You know, I mean, we lost Williams for a little bit last season, so I definitely want to see him come back. I want to see how he how he bounces back. I really do like the addition of Jarrett Stidham, just in case something happens with Wilson. Stidham actually had a pretty good game for, for the Raiders last season. I think the last season of the game. But I think what the biggest part of this Broncos team that I'm excited about is Jerry Judy has stated that he wants to be like, he wants to have a season unlike any other. And I think that he could because he had a pretty good season last year. Jerry Judy coming in as their number one wide receiver, obviously. But last season at 67 receptions for 972 yards and six touchdowns. 
I think he's going to be more in like that 80 to 90 catch range somewhere trailing around like 1,200 yards and maybe catching double-digit touchdowns. I'm actually very high on Judy. This was just a dull offense last season, and I think it's something that could have been expected because you're going within you're, – you're kind of changing everything. You know, you have Wilson, who, who you wanted to kind of see more from, but it was his first year with the team. And the fact that their defense played as good as they did and it kind of was keeping them in games, I'm a little bit inclined to say maybe they do better than I – th- I just think it's going to be really close. Like, could they do better than the Raiders at 8-9? Yeah, but I don't know. It, it's going to be very close in, in that 3-4 there. So, I mean, as – this team has a lot of talent. It really does. Um, you've got Russell Wilson, who obviously uh, people have loved him for years. But you've got Williams. You've got uh, Perrine. You've got Jerry Judy. you got Cortland, uh, Cortland Sutton. you got um, Exactly. You've got, uh, you've got that tight end, Greg, uh, what is it, Dulcich? Dulcich? So they got Greg Dulcich, uh, Dulich, and then they also got I like Albert Ekwangabam or whatever how you pronounce his name. <laughs> um, but I mean, I I see them now that they started clicking. I actually see them going number three. So I see them going ahead of the Raiders this year. Did you say no? No, I said yeah. I, I mean, I said yeah. Uh, I, 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 mean, I like. I don't know. You didn't even touch their. I'm surprised you didn't touch their punter yet in Riley Dixon, former Syracuse player. I know Riley Dixon, new addition to their team. Uh, very good punter. Uh, he can also pass the ball occasionally. Um, but I, I mean, I, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say I, I actually like Riley Dixon just for the sole fact that his nickname is Riley the Mason Line Dixon. <laughs> But uh, I mean, I have a I have a colleague that likes to golf with him when he's in town. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he a good golfer? I'm not too sure. Gotta ask him. Gotta expose him. <laughs> but I mean, from there, I mean, that's all I really have on the Broncos. I don't know about you. Um, Let's talk about that number one team that we think is going to happen this year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to do some records first. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. So, <laughs> what did I say for the, what did I say for the Raiders? Did I say five and 12? So, you got the Raiders at five and 12. Uh, I would say seven and 10. Yeah, you know, not too bad. I mean, that's actually kind of right where I had him as well, seven and ten. So then, I mean, obviously, you could tell I'm a little excited to talk about that Chargers team. I know you're excited to talk about the Chargers team. I also know that uh, uh, Justin Herbert just had a ridiculous contract signed and he deserves it every penny every dollar he deserves from that contract 
and I will stand by that to the day that I die. <laughs> so what do you got to say about the Chargers? So you're looking at the Chargers who are led by Justin Herbert, who I think is – you're looking at – right now with Herbert, you're looking at something that – a player that is doing something that is literally – defining his career and probably he's going to be in the hall of fame i'm going to say that right now barring any injuries justin herbert will be in the hall of fame because he is having his first three seasons he's ranked number one like all time in in some categories and ranked number two in in the other ones it's justin herbert is so comfortable in that pocket now and these close games that the chargers were finding a hard time winning last season. I don't think the that there's going to be as many close games this season. I think they're going to be blowing teams out of the out of the stadium. I think this offense is going to be great. I think it's probably going to I I think it could be one of the best offenses in the league. I think it could be also one of the best defenses in the league. You got Khalil Mack over there, you got Sebastian J, uh, Joseph Day, you got Joey Bosa. You got Morgan Fox, you got Kendricks, you got Murray, you got JC Jackson, you got Derwin James, you got Asante Samuel Jr., you got Michael Davis running that slot cornerback. Like this team is going to be great this season, and Justin Herbert's going to lead the way. Austin Eckler is going to have his season that you already know. He's a great running back, can run it in, can rush it in, can catch it in. Keenan Allen. Great wide receiver, runs amazing routes. I love him. Mike Williams, one of the best deep ball receivers, huge physical receiver. Give me him all day long. And then you got Gerald Everett, who I actually, I believe I told you the the other episode when we were recapping the Rams, I thought that they should have kept Everett and got rid of, what's his name, the big old stupid tight end they got over there. He's an idiot. Uh, Higby. Higby, he's literally the dumbest person I think anybody could ever meet. Literally a bag of rocks. I'm huge on the Chargers this season. <laughs> I mean, Justin they, Herbert they, might be the MVP. Like, come on. They have some exciting players to watch. Um, Eckler, I do like. I do really like watching him play. Uh, Keenan Allen needs to stay healthy. Mike Williams, very fun to watch. Uh, as you were saying, Ger- Gerald Everett, phenomenal player. Um, I do have to key in on a couple players, Corey Lindsley, J.K. Scott, former Packers. And, I mean, if if I had to get into the defense, um, you've got Asante Samuel Jr. You've got Khalil Mack, who has always been a thorn in the Packers' side. Um and then I have to say Joey Bosa. Does he bother me? Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, he, he just seems like a pain in the ass. I don't know. It's those Bosa boys. They just, they probably both are, are pains in your butts because they're probably hacking you and sacking you all the time. And you probably got a lot of bruises on your bum. Well, I also uh, I also think that he needs to watch what he says about things too. 
try to try to try to give him a good rap, Matt. I'm not trying to not trying to discredit him. I like Bosa. I gotta I gotta give my 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 credit. I gotta gotta stand up and for my true Ohio State dogs, you know. So what are you thinking? Where uh, obviously we both have him as number one. What do you got a record as? Thirteen and four. Okay. And yes, I I did a whole division without having any ties. <laughs> I actually agree with you. Thirteen and four does sound about right for this team. Yeah, could I be surprised? I mean, could it go a game either direction? Yeah, but no. I I mean, I think thirteen and four is great as long as they win these close games. I think that this is their. I think this this could be their season, their year, Matt. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say that they're going to win it all. I don't know, Matt. There's a there's a few select teams that I like this season, and the Chargers are one of them. So I think that wraps up our uh, our AFC West. Yeah, that wraps up the AFC West. Should we just get right into the NFC South? Where are we going? So we're going a little bit on the South. So you have already stated that you think that the Saints are going to win this division. So let's kind of hear the reasons why. So you want to talk the Saints already? Let's go ahead. I'll let you give your initial opinion of them first. All right, so you got the Saints, who actually have some pretty good wide receivers, and I mean they still got Kamara, and they got they picked up Jamal Williams, and you know they have all these players, and then they went out and they got Derek Carr to be the starting quarterback over Jameis Winston, and I don't know, they also what are they going to do? So here's the thing with the saints. And I think why the saints were so good is because Taysom Hill was able to kind of do free range and do whatever he wants. He's definitely not going to be under, under center as much as he wants or as much as they even want him to be now, because on who you're going to take car out to put Hill in when you could just have gone with Winston in the first place. Like, come on. Like, this quarterback room is all over the place. You don't really know. Like, I'm, I I don't know. I've never been a huge fan of Carr. Maybe it's just because of his brother. But I don't know. I just, he's got a really big head. He kind of just reminds me of, like, Sid from uh, from Toy Story. Like, had a baby with Megamind. And, and then you just threw him out there. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I'm one, I just don't know how he, he, I just don't like I just don't like Derek Carr. I don't know how other ways I can say it. It's fair, it's fair. You got anything else for him? Yeah, this defense is definitely I I'm not sold on this defense. I mean Yeah, you got Lattimore, yeah, you got Matthew, yeah, you got Marcus May, but I mean Cameron Jordan. Pete Werner, DeMario Davis, like, where are they? I just don't see it clicking. I mean, I think this could be one of the weakest divisions in, in the NFL, but I I just don't see – could I see the Saints winning? Yeah, but I don't, I don't really like them to win. I have them at number two in this division. See, I, I disagree. I actually see them uh, 
rising in the division back to like when Drew Brees was playing there. Um, I mean, you've got a great quarterback room, like you were, uh, like you were saying, it was all over the place. I think, I think they each have different attributes that they bring, um, and they can all get that ball in the end zone. You've got Carr, you've got Winston, you've got Taysom Hill, who can uh, Taysom Hill can run it, he can pass it. You don't know what you're going to get with him. Uh, as far as the running backs, Kamara, monster, setting records, scoring multiple touchdowns per game. Jamal Williams, another monster, multiple touchdowns, multiple games, setting records. Olavie, another great player, great young player. Michael Thomas, as long as he stays healthy, great player. Um, you've got that tight end area. You've got Foster Moreau. You've got Juwan Johnson. You've got Taysom Hill, who could also step in there. You signed Jimmy Graham as well. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, this team has a lot of great weapons. Um, and as you were saying, I I think this is probably the weakest division in the NFL right now. But that's what makes it perfect for this team to win. I mean, look at the teams that are rebuilding there. You've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You've got the Carolina Panthers. You've got the Atlanta Falcons. And then you've got the Saints. So I've got them at number one. Yeah, I I think that it's a sad thing to say when when this whole division, you honestly could be getting more excitement from the kicking game. Up and down. That is true. I do like I do like the kicker for Atlanta. I like I mean you got Will Lutz, you got you know, Young Way, Young Way. Two over there in Atlanta, and then you got—I I believe it's still suck up there in in the Buccaneers. I forget who the Panthers have as their kicker. Oh, Joel Sly, maybe. Is so, it? what do you what do you got their record as? See, this one's tough because I mean, obviously, when you think of a team or a rebuilding division, I mean, you want to say that that a team could do better than than it can. But that's not the case. I think that this division, I don't know. Sorry, 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 sorry. Had a little little yawnage there. Um, let's see. So with the Saints, I mean seven and ten. Seven, nine, and one. Wait, wait, wait. You see them in second place with seven and ten or seven, nine, and one? Yep. Okay. Um, I actually see this team going 10 and seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could definitely play out that way. I mean, this, this division, I think can go any direction. Any team can kind of find their, their way at the number one spot. I think there's a couple other that are more favorites to win it, but I mean, I think, I think Saints either one or two, I don't see them lower than that. So where in the division is your number one? Where in the division is my number one? Yeah. Oh, so you want to talk about my number one team? Yeah. All right. I mean. I'd imagine it's probably my number two team. So. I mean, uh, if this team that I have at number one is not only number one in this season in my rankings, 
but also number one in my heart. And oh, going, that's bias. That is we're going bias. with the Atlanta Falcons. It's it's not biased, Matt, when it's true. It's not true. Oh, it's not thousand percent true. Remember, Falcons are winning this division. Remember when you said I was biased for saying the Packers were going to take it? No, I was I was just saying you were biased because you thought the Packers were gonna win more than more than eight games. Okay, let's hear I want to hear why you think this team will be number one. And it can't be because of the Syracuse player that was drafted. Oh, don't worry. It's not gonna be because of the Syracuse player that was drafted. You talk about the defense or like our linemen or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, don't worry. All right. Let me tell you why the Atlanta Falcons are going to be the the number one team in this division come the end of the season. All right. So you got a Falcons team that has kind of struggled, but we're going to go back to our, our wheelhouse of our power run football. And you're going to see B. John Robinson, who was drafted, who we didn't even really need a draft because we had the most efficient runner in the NFL last season in Tyler Algier. He, in his game sample play that he had, was ranked in the top five in like all major stats, and he was just a rookie. This guy, you can't tackle him. He's a very smart player. He knows when to make the cut. He was one of the most effective runners in, in college football. And then to throw in the fact that you also have Cordero Patterson, who you can line up at wide receiver, you can line up at, at, at running back, you can use him in the return game. It is too wild to think that, that this team is not going to be putting up crazy numbers on offense, especially with Drake London. You got Matt Collins, you got the speedster, Scotty Miller, but then you got Kyle Pitts, who's going to be looking to get that, that next step of the season. Uh, in his career, kind of kind of excelling. I want to see him get more red zone touchdowns this season. But if he can't, that's okay, because we also picked up Jonu Smith, who's great in the red zone. On top of that, this offensive line, I think, is going to be very well this season. you got Jake Matthews. you got Hennessy, who's starting to come into things. you got Dahlman, who they picked up. they got Lindstrom and McGarry. McGarry has actually started to turn into one of the better tackles in the seat in the, in the, in the NFL on defense. We picked up Campbell. We got Onye Miata. You also got gay, uh, Grady Garrett. Uh, you don't need anything about that, but also I am huge on this defensive backs. I mean, I, I thought that they needed to, to really excel in this, this season and, and kind of do something. And they picked up. AJ, or sorry, Jeff Akuda from the lions who's a former Ohio State, was a top three draft pick. They traded their draft pick this season for him, and I think he's going to fit in very well over there on the opposite side of of A.J. Terrell. I think he's got great height. He's got great length. He's got great speed. But you also got Richie Grant, who's going to be a dog and just be might even lead the league in tackles this year, Matt. And then Jesse Bates, the third, who you picked up over from the Bengals. Just 
I don't know. I didn't even get into to Young Way Koo or anything like that, but it all kind of comes down to how Desmond Ritter plays. And from the sample size I got from Ritter last season, with his stats he had, this is the biggest thing for Ritter, all right? He didn't play too much, but he had 73 completions for 150, or 73 of 115 attempts. So that's good enough for a completions percentage of 63.5, had 708 yards, two touchdowns, only two touchdowns, but had a quarterback rating of 86.4, but had zero interceptions. And he could kind of run the ball a little bit as well. I mean, going into like his rushing stats, I mean, I got to kind of pull him up in front of me to see his rushing stats, but with rushing, he had 16 carries for 64 yards, um, no touchdowns, a couple fumbles, but, you know, that's to come. I just don't think that as if he doesn't turn the ball over, and, and this is something that I, I really like about this kid, I, I do like him. I'm ready to kind of see what he has this season. He's 6'3", 207, 23 years old out of Cincinnati. He was their third-round pick in 2022. Let's hand him the reins. Let's kind of see what this kid can do. I think he actually it's, – it's a good setup for him to kind of win this division. So that's why I have him winning the division. I, I mean, oh. I don't have him winning the division by that much, but I do have him winning the division. So, I mean, there are some there are some decent players. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Tyler Elgier. Um, I mean, they made they made a very good decision bringing in Taylor Heineke. I know you seems, like Heineke. You what? I said I know you like Heineke. I mean, I was I was turned off on him when they first when he first started playing because they started comparing him to Rodgers and things like that. Um, so I'm not, I'm not high on him, but I think he, he will be the better option for Atlanta. Um, the next thing I have to say is Corderell Patterson, you know, I absolutely love, but I don't think this team has what it takes to be the number one this year, unless they're going to be riding on Koo's kicks. Oh, dude, Koo could, Koo, Koo could win every single game, put him out there. <laughs> so you got them as number one. I've got them as number two. What do you got as a record? Eight and nine. You've got them winning with eight and nine. Yep. Man. I've got them going eight and nine at number two. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah you know i just think it's gonna be a very close division like i said i think it's gonna be they could go anyway could be a lot closer i think it's just gonna be one of those seasons where it's eight and nine is gonna be good enough to win that division so what is our next stop oh we're gonna go to the tampa bay buccaneers yeah yeah, we're gonna get these ones out of the way. Except they do have a player that you like to talk about. I mean, Baker Mayfield's on the on the team. I know you were you really were excited to kind of see and follow the Baker train last season. Uh, yeah, Maddie and I were actually talking about that earlier today. Um, I, I was telling her how Baker is over in Tampa Bay now. 
Um, I mean, that team, that team has always made my head hurt. Um, I mean, they've got, they've got some solid players. They've got, they've got Baker, they've got uh, Rashad White. Uh, they got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, former Falcon, uh, <laughs> Kate Otten. Uh, let's see. They have one of the best tackles in the league, and Tristan Wirfs as well, too. I remember how excited you were for their defense last year. No, I loved their defense last year. The defense didn't do bad last season. No, they weren't. They weren't horrible at all. Um, I mean, I just see this team. I think they're going to get ready to go for. Uh, obviously, they're they're still coming down from that high of having Tom Brady on their team. Um, I, I think they're going to start crashing down to earth, um, and I think they're going to end up as the fourth in the division this season. Down at four. Okay. Yeah. No. So here's the thing. I mean, Baker's Baker. I don't really want to see Kyle Trask out on the field. I mean, I know a lot of people liked him at Florida, but in his, in his, I never really liked him. And in his, what is it? The, his bowl game there against Florida, when, when he was playing for Florida, he threw like four interceptions. Like, I don't think he's, he's good at all. Um, you definitely can't do that in the NFL. But, I mean, they definitely have some players and some receivers that they can get the ball to if Baker Mayfield wants to to throw it to them. I mean, running back-wise, they picked up Edmonds, and, and they have White and, and Keyshawn Vaughn. But, I mean, this – I don't know. This, this This team is just kind of all over the place for me. I still like their defense. I don't hate their defense. I like it. I still – I still do do like their defense. It's not as good as it was last season, but I do like it. Really excited to kind of see what Cade Otten does this this season. That's probably the the number one thing I'm most excited for from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is to kind of see what Cade Otten does. So I don't have him at fourth. I have him at third. Okay. So what do you think record-wise? Four and 13. Ooh, well, yours a lot of yours are low anyway. Um, I am at five and twelve. Yeah, we're kind of right on the same page. I can see them going five and twelve. I almost said five and twelve, but then I was like, no, I don't see them going five and twelve. Maybe I, <laughs> I four and thirteen is just a little bit more my boat. No, four four twelve and one is more your boat. Oh yeah, four twelve and one would be cool. Four twelve and one. Like I'm surprised I haven't thrown in any ties. That dude who just threw the four ties in there. That just, he clearly didn't even care about what his his final things look like. Like, come on, just kind of got me off of this. Uh, this the ties for this season or for this episode, I guess. <laughs> so that brings us to our final NFL team. Yeah, the Carolina Panthers and. Looks like you have them at third. I have them at four. Um, I mean, could I see them coming in third with with the Buccaneers going four and thirteen as my predictions? Yeah, but I. These are the things with with Carolina. 
they're they're bringing in Adam Thielen aging. I mean, I don't. I I was a huge Lavisca Chenault Jr. fan when he was at Colorado when he was playing in college. There were just ties that that this guy could have been the next big thing in the league. He was one of the most athletic receivers out there. But he, he's kind of tapered off, and to see him fighting to kind of get those reps from from Terrence Marshall and, and Thielen, because Chark is, 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 I think, the receiver to go to there. I love DJ Chark. But you you got Miles Sanders, and then behind him you got Chuba Hubbard and, and Raheem Blackshear, like, those aren't that's not the running back room that you really want. And then tight end wise, you have Hayden Hurst and Ann Thomas. Like, come on. I, I used to love Hurst, but that was two, two, three years ago. I mean, last season on the on the who where was he? He was on the Bengals last season. I mean, he, he had a couple games where he shined, but nothing too crazy. And all of that with this defense that really wasn't even good last season at all, which lost some players who pretty much is, is like Brian Burns, and that's about it. J.C. Horn maybe this season, because I think that's who they drafted. But all of this with, with your rookie quarterback and Bryce Young, who, yeah, could be, could be incredible or, or, and amazing, but could also just be a complete dud. I mean, I'm not going to be riding on them to, to win the division after that. You saw you saw the Bears team when they brought in Justin Fields and it was using Justin Fields. I think this is going to be a little bit maybe of a better version of that, but not too much. So that's why I have them at four. Okay. Um, I mean, there are a couple of different things that I'm excited about on the team. Um, Miles Sanders, the addition of Miles Sanders. Um, Adam Thielen, obviously, if you're playing in a PPR league, pretty solid, pretty a pretty safe choice when he was uh, with the Vikings. Um, I'm interested to see what Andy Dalton does this season. Because I think that even though they used the number one for Bryce Young, I think you're going to see a little bit more Andy Dalton. And I think it's just to get that just to give him a little bit of time to watch and see. Um, and I think you're going to see, you're going to see some progression with that team. Um, I mean, last year they were, what were they? Number two in this uh, number two in the South. And that was with all the different things that were happening. I mean, you had, um, uh, what was it? You had uh, McCaffrey go to the 49ers. You had, um, I mean, there was just, it was just a mess last year and they were second place. Um, you've got some good looking teams this year in that division, um, with the Falcons and with the Saints. That's why I've got them putting Carolina in third place. Yeah. They were seven and 10 last season and came in second. I don't see them staying right there i have them declining i guess you could say a good amount but not coming that much behind the buccaneers so i have them at three and 14 oh i thought i was getting a tie 
I was thinking about giving you one, but I don't know who they would tie against. And usually these rookie quarterbacks don't tie because they find a way to turn the ball over and lose. <laughs> so three and fourteen is where I got them. Could I see them winning a couple more games and, and the Buccaneers losing a game or two and, and them being in third? Yeah, but I, I still my prediction is they're gonna be near the bottom of the division and the Falcons will be near the top. That's fair. That's fair. And uh, for my final pick of these guys, I don't know. I don't know. What did I say the what did I say the uh the Buccaneers were gonna be? So the Buccaneers were gonna be dead last with You said the Buccaneers were gonna be dead last, and I think you said for or five and twelve. I did. I can see this team going six and eleven. Yeah, it's just like so close. I mean, I don't know. I just don't. I, I don't think a lot of wins come from this division, all top to bottom, which is sad to say, but also good to say if I'm if you're a fan of a team from this division, then that means any team you're you're pretty much in it the entire season. Yeah, and of course, uh, I'm actually reading right now. They're saying Jonathan Taylor was reporting back pain uh, during his pre uh, preseason physical. Yeah, because he's not going to play. <laughs> oh yeah, oops! I fell down in the shower and tweaked myself a little bit. One of those injuries. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I'm just curious to see where some of these uh, some of these moves end up happening. Yeah, I really enjoy the first couple weeks of the NFL season and and preseason because you kind of get to see a little another onset of like free agency moves, and then you kind of get to see some trades a little later on in the season. I'm just really excited for football. And I know, guys. We also. Uh... I also sent AJ the training video that we need for the uh, the fantasy league, the draft order. Oh yeah, the little uh, the little uh, beer Olympics. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I would win. I would be. I'd have the number one pick. Sorry. I don't know about that. Who's who's derailing me? Probably Dan Peterson. I said maybe Dan is. Dan might be able to. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's that's. Our, uh, do you have any final thoughts on NFL? Not really. No, I'm just I'm excited to to start talking about the fantasy football league and and get our fantasy predictions and projections out there and kind of just get into get the, our, the full swing of football and watching it. We get our first preview of the Jets this week on Thursday night. We do. Yeah, I mean. These first couple preseason games, I don't really care about. It's really that third preseason game. This is you get looking at all these players that right now it's those ones that you liked in college. You're like, yeah, I like that player in college, and then you're like, I get to see him play at least once in the NFL. That's pretty much what you're going with on week one, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, these younger rookies definitely need their their time to prove themselves and and, and things like that, but. I want to see. I want to see some. Some. I'm ready for NFL Week One, baby. 
<laughs> so what what game are you most excited for that week one? Ooh, obviously I'm ready to see my Falcons play. Here you know, that's 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 where I'm going. What does it say? Who do, who do they even have that week? Who do we got week one? Oh, gosh, yeah. you're, make, you're making me have to go all the way in there. Okay. Week one, you got the Falcons playing the Panthers. So really looking for for us to get the win. You know what game I'm actually really looking forward to that week, week one? The Jets Bills. No, I actually was not gonna say that. I was actually gonna say Dolphins Chargers. Or the legendary rival of Green Bay and the Bears. You know they have the over under of that game at fifty right now. Really? And they got the Chargers winning by two and a half. Yeah, I don't know about all that. They got these bad boys in there early. Okay. Vegas uh, is ready. Vegas is ready for week one. But I think I, I think that Monday night game is gonna be nice. You got a, a legendary match of Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers opening up Monday night football. Yep, yep. Could be uh could be a real good barn burner there. Oh Where definitely. do you uh Where do you see the the worst game of the week being week one? The worst game for week one? Uh, I mean, looking at the schedule, I'd say it's probably going to be the Battle of Ohio. The Battle of Ohio? You're talking about uh, Bengals versus Browns? Yeah, uh, especially if they're predicting that Burrow's going to be out for a bit. I don't know. I think I think the worst of the week comes Cardinals Commanders. Uh, I can see that too. All depends. Well, actually, I- no, 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 no. Correction, correction. Vegas Broncos. I don't know. I was gonna do that one. I just don't know how I feel about it yet. I mean, there also here's the thing. I was inclined to say Packers Bears. I'm done with you. I know, I know. That's why I didn't say it. But here's the thing: if you look at it, the Packers and Bears only—if you think the Raiders and Broncos are going to be are bad—the over and under for the Packers and Bears is forty-four and a half too. So very low-scoring game, they think. But the lowest-scoring game of that week is Cardinals versus Commanders at over and under of forty. So I guess we'll see there. So you got any final thoughts for the listeners? Yeah, guys, I got our fantasy football league all set up. So make sure you're you're following the podcast, you're following the page, you're getting in there on that so we can get you in the league. I mean, we're looking for, what, I think four more people to join this league. Maybe three, three or four. I don't remember. I got to take a look at it. But you're going to want to get in this because – it's gonna. We're gonna go over it at week by week analysis. We're gonna give you all the drama from our fantasy football league. We're gonna. I can tell you, okay. Maddie says she's going to win. Maddie apparently apparently says she's gonna win. Look, all the trash talk and banter is already happening. It's 
it's one of these things that you guys aren't going to want to miss. So make sure you get on there and have your chance to solidify your spot to win a little bit of sports memorabilia brought to you by the sports line predictors, you know, could be fun. I do have to say picks for the page. You got to go out there and follow our page, Instagram. It's at sports line predictors, TikTok and Twitter. It's at sports line P. We were we were doing pretty hot. Then we kind of tapered off there at the end of the week. I think our we ended the week like 11, 10, and 1. You hate to see those pushes. I mean, you want to see it win. But, I mean, push is better than a loss. You at least get it back. But, I mean, so you, if you're following the page, I mean, with everything, if you go with it, we, we have oh, We're coming back with the vengeance this week. Well, I mean, like still, we, we went 11, 10, and 1. But, like, we hit a majority of our max plays. So, unit-wise, like – even though our record was 11, 10, and 1, like you still, we still did really well unit wise. So that's the thing. Like, I mean, somebody said it, I think somebody said it best is like they only bet like the plus money lines because if you hit like 40% of your plus money lines, then you, then you make profit all day long. So, Matt, what'd you send me? Matt sent me something. Oh, I don't know. That was a long time ago. I have no idea. We'll see. We'll take a look. But I don't know. I'm I'm excited for for football this season. Yes, sir. Anything else you want to say to the fans before we get off? I just want to say thanks for listening. And we hope to see you in the league. And just start thinking of those punishments because we all love to see AJ punished. In a good way. I... I got um I got a compliment I don't know I guess I'm supposed to take it as a compliment somebody said um somebody said you're weird I like that and my response to them was only on paper Yeah that's like, kind of like they were they were, like I think they like read something about me and they were just like hey like they're like hey you sound weird I like that so then I like responded with was like yeah, but only on paper. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I, well, it was this is the thing. Like, I was I was trying to be weird because you said that was weird. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, only on paper am I weird. Like in person, I'm cool. Like that's that's the whole thing I was trying to get with is like, yeah, I'm cool, but on paper I may sound weird. You know, <laughs> that that was my whole thing. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> thanks for listening guys have a good night yeah take care guys have a good one we will uh get back with you on i don't know if i'm going to be with the golf episode with you if it's just going to be me or if matt's going to be there but we'll be with golf on you this this week so get out there go follow pages have a good one guys and bye-bye